America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey, everybody, and welcome to... Believe It. Or Not. The show where we believe it. Or not. Or not. You be the judge. You be the judge. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Trev? Doing great. Glad to hear. Yeah, I just got off work, took a shower because I slept in this morning. All right. Do a... you, you work from home. Yeah. So uh-huh. I usually shower before work, though. Wakes me up. Gets me going. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. This morning, I like I slept through my alarm, got up 10 minutes before work, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> which it's a short commute from my bed to the desk, but that is fair. Still. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you finally clean yourself up afterwards. Thank you. you. Know, after a hard day's Thank work. You. It was a hard day's night. Work. Hard work. days of work. Beatles. Was hard it? night of work. Hard night of work. Mm-hmm. Hard work of night. Yeah. Either way. Uh, that's good. Glad to hear. Yeah. How's yeah. the job treating you, Trev? It's pretty good. You know, Everyone's I'm wondering. actually I'm actually enjoying it and uh, enjoying being able to work with my cat on my lap. Yes, speaking of, uh, it was his birthday, was it Yeah, it's it his not? birthday today? today. There you go. Yeah, he turns four years old. Well, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And then I'll update you. I'm also, you know, I'll celebrate this, and then May 5th is when I adopted him. So it'll be, uh, you know, he's he's got two birthdays. Your adoptiversary? Yeah, like my yeah. sister had two birthdays when she was born and when she joined the family. And, uh, yeah, I'll do that jo- for my cat, too. Joined the family? Well, when she was adopted. So, like... Oh, okay. <laughs> The birthday one was always like, hey, celebration. And then the yeah. the uh, joining the family one was usually my dad just gotcha. took it up for dinner and was and was like, we, lo- we love you. But we're not here to talk about this. <laughs> All right. We're here to talk about, well, okay. So we talked about movies recently with Pure Flix. Mm-hmm. We talked about TV with the televangelists. We talked about music with the with the rock and ro- Christian rock. And uh, last week we talked, or yeah, last time we talked about um, video games. With mm-hmm. the wisdom tree. We're going the whole media gamut. Whole media gam- gamut. So why not talk about sports? Oh, there are Christian sports? No. Is, is that there's oh. a... I was going to say, is that like Quidditch? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Quidditch. Um, do you know <laughs> the Bible verse, John 3.16? Have you heard it? Uh, isn't that the one about, uh, and then God gave him his only begotten son or yeah. some shit like that? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one. You probably know Austin 3.16 better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I just said that uh, I just kicked your ass or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me. I'll find it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Austin three sixteen just said I just kicked your ass. That's what it is. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a great Bible verse. Yeah, it's my uh, favorite Bible verse actually. Yeah. The reason John three sixteen is thrown around in sports, um, like you know Tim Tebow would would put it on his little under mm-hmm. thing. He'd have the what's that under your eyes? The little black mark. <laughs> No, there's always the guy in the sign. He always yeah. had the sign. The sign guy. So that was a guy name of Roland Stewart. Roland he would wear Stewart. a rainbow wig, mm-hmm. and uh, a sh- uh, he would hold up a sign that said John three sixteen, and he ha- had a shirt that either said John three sixteen or Jesus saves or some sort of, sort of like Christian message on it. They nicknamed him a Rainbow Man or Rock and Rollin, or yeah. uh, people would just call him the John three sixteen guy. 
So right. that's uh, that's him, and he he started he started that all. He was born in Spokane, Washington. 1945. His parents were alcoholics. His father died when he was 10. His mother died in in 1968. And his sister, when she was 23, uh, was murdered, was strangled by her boyfriend. Oh my so god! He had a bit of a, a rough, <laughs> yeah. a rough go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He got a pretty sweet inheritance, though. So that's something. Um, he for a while he was a drag racer. He worked. He would make money as a drag racer. Uh, and then he eventually opened a motorcycle shop, motorcycle shop. So he was like going, selling vroom vrooms. And then eventually <laughs> he uh, started As a ranch. <laughs> he bought a ranch, big ranch, and he grew marijuana, sold marijuana and uh, made some pretty good cash selling, uh, or, yeah, selling the marijuana. Oh, that's and good. yeah, but then eventually he decided, you know what? I'm going to give all this up. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go mm-hmm. to Hollywood and I want to become an actor. Oh. So, so he sold his ranch. So with the ranch and the inheritance and and the money from the weed, he had a pretty good amount of money saved up, so he could he could risk it and and try to make it as an actor. Uh, so he goes to Hollywood. He starts auditioning for things and or trying to audition for things. And the really the only thing he got was a Budweiser commercial, which is still pretty pretty. Cool. I mean, yeah, if you can get yeah. one of those like national commercials that goes around for a while, you can make some decent cash. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but then in, in 1977, he decided to go to the NBA Finals and um, ham it up a bit. So he just wore a loincloth and no mm-hmm. shirt and a rainbow wig. And he was like doing weird dances and stuff. And uh, he ended up getting on TV and a lot of people started talking about him. And he's like, okay, this is a thing I could keep doing. So yeah. he would do that. He would go around to different sporting events, especially like... <laughs> larger you know all-star games or world series and stuff like that mm-hmm. and, and one day he was he was in his hotel and there was a televangelist on tv the show was called today in bible prophecy so it was all about the end of the world the rapture he watched this in a hotel he watched it in a hotel and he realized yeah. that he has this platform now he i think he'd been recently born again and saved and all oh. that stuff so he said okay I'm what's gonna- his what was his born again birthday Oh, that's a good question. Do you have a birthday for when you're born again? Some people do. Some people celebrate yeah. it. Yeah. That's weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's joining the family. That's joining <laughs> the family. I, I had a few of those. I, I don't I don't remember the dates, but I had a few times where I'm like, did I ever do that? And I would like pray it again. <laughs> like, yeah. My parents would be like, no, you did that years ago. I'm like, oh, okay, well, just for safety. Pray it again, Sam. <laughs> yeah, pray it again, Sam. <laughs> that's what he says in the movie, right? Because yeah. they're at church. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the sequel. Well, it's funny. Like, Just kind of jumping back a little, this guy, like there's so many people who do these things. There's like the people who dress up like Elvis or yeah. just hang out in the end zone. But this guy wanted to make it about Churchy Joes. He wanted to make it about Churchy Joes. So yeah, he made up his sign and then he went to another sporting event and held up the sign. And uh, he started just going around to any sporting event and other things. He went to the royal wedding, like Princess Di. Uh, he went to that wedding. Well, Princess dead. Princess dead. <laughs> yeah. And held up the sign there, and he was just like, especially over oh, all over America. He, you know, uh, what was it sixty thousand miles? He said he did or something like that. But just back and forth and back and forth to different, you know, like the Kentucky Derby how, and things how did like he that. afford this? Basically, he lived in his car. Okay, and so he, didn't, he didn't afford it. He didn't afford it. He lived in his car. <laughs> he had that money saved up, and he would get donations from people because he's spreading the word. 
So people would give him money. Also, mm-hmm. scalpers loved him. So they okay. would just give him free tickets. And uh, so sometimes, I think it was said nine times out of ten, he never had to pay. He didn't have to pay to go in. I mean, hey, this is a good grift if you like going to sporting events. Yeah. And what he would do is he took a portable TV. He had a little mm-hmm. battery-operated TV. And he would see where the cameras were and go in those spots and just try his hardest. He just moved around, just trying to get in as many shots as he could. Yeah. To, you know, spread that word, get that John 316 message out there and, and ham it up for the camera. Why did he choose John 316? Do we he, do we know why? Yeah, he decided that that was, it was kind of cryptic in a way, like uh, people who didn't grow up in the church wouldn't know it, so they would look mm-hmm. into it. And then when they read it, he thought it was like just the best summation of how to become right. a christian you, and yeah. do you have the full verse because i i actually looked up austin 316 is i just whooped your ass sorry okay yeah uh, do we have the 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 proper for john 316 yeah for what? god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have eternal life mm. i mean that is a pretty good log line for the bible yeah yeah it's pretty it sums it up pretty good yeah like that's the elevator pitch here you go go from there yeah. See what happens in season two, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, the book of John is is the one that's more, like, theological. The other ones, the other gospels are, like, just telling what happened and what he said and stuff. More and, of a history. Yeah, and then it, the book of John was more like the writer saying, like, trying to summarize what Christianity was and okay. what this newfangled religion was. And it was also the last the last one written probably in, like, 180 or something like that. So it's kind of like 60. the, almost like the appendices. yeah. Exactly. Right. Like reading a Tolkien book. Exactly. (laughs) And then, yeah, so he started going around and he started, you know, just for pretty much all through the 80s. He was just nonstop. You could see him at sporting events. Um, Directors like of, you know, the camera directors and stuff like that for the sports events hated him. At yeah. first, it was like this novelty thing, but then eventually, they they were just so sick of him trying to get on on camera <laughs> all the time, yeah. and so just <laughs> the one uh, the one interview I saw was a guy talking about how he would just tell his cameraman if he gets on TV tonight, you're looking for a new job. <laughs> like he was just really? so sick of him. So any angle they could do to get him out of there and just like try to avoid getting on TV, but he was just so crafty and he would get on so often and. They'd be so frustrated because it'd be like this dramatic sports shot, and there's this goofball in the back with his rainbow hair and and sign. And I don't get like, why would you be mad? There's always goofballs on yeah, it's on true. Sporting things and yeah, and people love them or hate them. It doesn't yeah, yeah. just exactly. ignore them. Just let it happen. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he went through eighty wigs through this time because you know they would get dirty and gross and he'd have to get yeah. a new one it was like Covered a clown kind of yeah mm-hmm. in this time he, so he was married in his life he was married four times he wasn't very good at it then no in the 1986 yeah 1986 world series right after that happened his wife at the time filed for divorce and yeah. said that he started choking her because she held up a sign wrong or something like that. And he got really what? mad and started choking her. Yeah. And around that same time, he totaled his car. And he's really starting to run out of money. So he can't right. get a new car. He's in L.A. And he basically, he he's now just, he's a homeless guy in L.A. He, he thought that more people would join this and it'd be a huge movement of everybody holding up these signs at sporting events and stuff. But it wasn't 
as Not big so as he thought it was and he was yeah. getting really frustrated with this and and so and there's definitely like mental illness starts creeping in and he he starts realizing that he you know let's do something bigger let's go let's, let's go bigger and make a make a, a more of a scene so he started doing these timed things at sporting events where he'd sneak in and like there was a the U.S. Open or the Masters, the 1990 uh, Masters golf tournament. Jack Nicholas was uh, about to swing. Jack Nicholson. At, yeah, he was about to swing, and uh, an air horn went off and like threw off his swing. And this was he set this up on a timer so that right. like he uh, yeah he screwed over the shot. And then there was a boxing tournament where he set up stink bombs and fireworks to go off during the the match basically he was an asshole for the lord he was an asshole for the lord and then he starts getting into stink bombs at non-sporting events so he he went into a newspaper in la called the register i think and he he put a stink bomb in the lobby like a big smoke stink bomb that uh with a note saying that he was the antichrist and that yeah and that the rapture wasn't happening. So he wrote this note from the perspective of the Antichrist saying that it's um, the rapture is not going to happen and stuff as a way to like try to scare people into believing. And yeah, yeah. And he starts doing more. He he stink bomb the Crystal Cathedral like with um, that. That's the televangelist guy, right? Yeah. So yeah. during a, a Good Friday service, he did that. And then he did it to uh, Trinity uh, Broadcasting Network and a Christian oh, bookstore, okay. and just saying that, yeah, he just like kept saying that their actions stink to God, and that they were not showing the proper message, and blaspheming, and and all this stuff. So he was like, just he was going off the deep end, right? Yeah, so definitely all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I agree that a lot of those places are not really saying good messages no no they really aren't <laughs> not, but, not for the same reasons that this yeah, guy is yeah but i'm not gonna do like terrorist attacks on them but no, so he was no. wanted by the fbi because he was already kind of famous and known it, it was making the news and kind of going mm-hmm. all over and i guess he had a he had kids with from a couple of marriages and so they would see on tv that hey dad's doing this stuff now and uh yeah so he he's wanted by the by the fbi and there's like a manhunt for him and then in 1992 so this is when it gets nuts. I mean, it's already nuts. Wait, okay. So he's had uh, people, so many people in his life die. He's had several marriages. Yeah. His car's gone. He's gone off the deep end. He's stink bombing, terrorist attacking churches and bookstores. Yeah. This guy is cuckoo bananas yeah. all over the place. All like, over the place. Yeah. So much is going on. He's, he probably needs to get help from somebody, but he's yeah. not going to. And he's, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. So he he hires two day, day laborers mm-hmm. and he says that, hey, I got some work for you to do. They go back to a hotel and it quickly becomes apparent that he's trying to use them as hostages. Uh, uh, okay. He's already got one of the maid, maids from the hotel as a hostage. And the guys quickly escape. The maid locks herself in the bathroom from him and... The uh, SWAT team is called and the police are called in and there's a, I think an eight hour standoff. He tells the police that he wants a, to have a news conference and he wants news crews down there so he could talk mm-hmm. to them, uh, let them know, because um, it's really all about the message still. And he wants to let everybody know in six days the rapture is going to happen and 
the Lord's going to come back in six days. He has a, he also has a bunch of the stink bombs, but he's got a forty five caliber handgun as well. I figured that's why they would have an eight-hour standoff with yeah. him. Yeah. And it was also a hotel right by the airport, and he mm-hmm. kept uh, saying he was going to start shooting at airplanes because he had like an overview of like runways and stuff. So That happens pretty frequently, doesn't it, with planes? I think people shoot at planes a lot. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, that sounds... Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. No, but I think that... I think that uh, is a common thing that happens. Yeah. Isn't there like a bunch of deaths a year or two from like people shooting their guns in the air? Oh, probably. Yeah. And then it those lands bullets somewhere do come else. back down. Yeah. 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 Bad idea alert, I say. I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess after, after they the police did not allow him to get uh, to have a news conference, but eventually he gets arrested. They like storm the storm the um, hotel room and make sure that the hostage is safe. Arrest him, and then there's obviously news crews out there because it's a big hostage situation. So yeah, he's as he's being put in the car, then he starts giving his little warning, and he's he's happy and feels vindicated that he was at least mm-hmm. able to tell some people and then um obviously i don't know if you follow the news from the 90s but the rapture didn't happen in 92 <laughs> i mean i i wasn't very closely following it because uh, i was uh you know uh zero to ten at the time so, right right you know i was in that yeah. age range so i the news wasn't an important part of my life no oh, okay yeah so but, but yeah, I noticed it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So he gets arrested. He goes to trial. And the prosecutors are, are trying to give him a plea deal. Plead guilty and uh, plead guilty and we'll give you 12 years in prison. So, yeah, he, he's like, oh, no, I want to go to trial because then you, there's more media coverage and, and yeah. they're going to, you know, more chances to spread the good word, spread the mm-hmm. message of the rapture happening right around the corner. And so he goes to trial. He's found guilty on three counts of kidnapping and hostage taking with a weapon. I don't know if that's the the proper word. And threatening to shoot airplanes. So he gets, he gets, uh, he's found guilty of all the stuff. And he is given three consecutive life sentences and is still in prison to this day. Um, He, started a blog while he was in prison though to try to get the word out there still about the rapture is going to happen soon uh he does he writes letters from jail uh to different people to try to warn them different televangelists news organizations yeah and he's still still doing it i think and still like trying to get that word out there. There was an interview in 2004 where he said he somewhat regrets what he did. Right. I feel I feel like he's not in the place he should be. I don't yeah. think he should be in jail. I think he should be I think you're right. Yeah. In the in a psychiatric facility. I I agree. Something to deal with his mental health yeah. that is not being addressed. Yeah, I think there's a lot wrong with the especially in America, but in Canada, too, just a lot wrong with the way prisons work and the way we just lock people up instead of getting them the help they need. Well, it's it's such a it's a for profit business. Yeah. So especially in the yeah. states, especially right. Yeah. So it's all about the money. And didn't Biden just do a executive order about that? I think he's tr- at least trying cutting to. trying to cut down the amount of for profit prisons. 
But right. yeah, actually, my friend tweeted today. My friend's a um, defense attorney, a um, what you call it, a court appointed defense attorney in Florida. She has some really good insights on on the prison systems and stuff like that. And she was saying, just venting today about how tired she is of judges saying today's your lucky day before like locking someone up for in a cage for three years because they could have got 12 or whatever and it's like she's just yeah she's just getting so sick of just the way the justice system works today's your lucky day yeah (laughs) yeah he said he somewhat feels bad about what he did because the timing was off and if he had done it before the rapture then that then he wouldn't feel bad about it because at least he was getting getting the word out there and he basically said if you know my kids in a burning building there's nothing you're going to do to stop me from going in there and getting them out and i feel the same where you know there's nothing i'm going to do to stop from getting this message out there i mean that that's kind of the crux of it though i mean yeah. a lot of stuff that people do in the name of religion it's coming from that kind of sincere yeah. point of view i guess and that's when they do like all this stuff that they they justify in the name of like well i want to get this out that's like people who protest abortions it's like they genuinely believe they're yeah. they're doing the right thing for the lord and saving babies or you know all of this stuff less so i think on the legislative side i think a lot of those the big people who are are pushing this are doing this for money and power and not for their belief systems but yeah that's a different discussion. So, yeah. yeah. So it's a very fine line, I think. I don't know if it necessarily... I, it's one of those gray areas, right? Yeah. And yeah, like, like you, you said, just, there's... Yeah, sorry. You can't just blanket statement that, oh, this is mental illness. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it, it sounds more like it's mental illness matched with lunacy beliefs. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like just crazy beliefs. And so you, you match that together and it's it's not a pretty right uh, picture but it's like well Penn Jillette even has that thing about he talked about how if you actually believe that your friend is going to go to hell and you're not telling them about uh, about Christ then you have a problem too <laughs> where it's like yeah you know like I don't know I yeah, don't think that's, I that's... would hold somebody a hostage for a message like that but Ooh, I'm also no. not in what would you hold someone hostage for that's a good question probably not anything no? Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Not even free appetizers for a year at the Applebee's? At Applebee's? Oh, yeah, that. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that I would do. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, 100%. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what else? Do, any other things <laughs> on Roland, on the Rainbow Man? I think we covered it all. I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff there, but that's pretty. Yeah, it started off as a very... I don't want to say it was a lighthearted story, because it wasn't, because it did start off in tragedy. Yeah. With a and lot of it, death and... Because you, you think about this character and you think see pictures of him from the 80s, you're not going to think of it as the tragic story that it is. No, it's, 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 it's very ins- like goofy, oh, yeah. goofy guy, fun at sports, oh, he holds his religion sign, whatever. Yeah. But no, it's just uh, sad. Yeah, and it, you still see signs, John 316 signs mm-hmm. at sports games. I saw and the sign. I think he, he's in a lot of, like, a kind of a, a s- similar type person is in a lot of video games in the background in the audience with the John 316 sign well, or at least with the rainbow in, hair. Like, yeah. They put that in to color it up, make it seem more like, oh, this is like a real sports game. Exactly. Yeah. I think they they made a documentary of him in the 90s. Any oh, other geez. thoughts on this fella? I don't know. It's, it's sad that he was just locked up 
for reasons uh, I think that are bigger than just him being a violent person. Yeah. Um, it clearly sounds like, I mean, just looking at the way he lived his life, you, you know that something, he was probably very close to like just being like a, a I mean, he was homeless, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think there's, he still had enough of his faculties that he was able to kind of like keep it together enough that yeah. he had a vehicle and he was like traveling around and, and doing something like that. I think if, if he was just a little further along, he, he would probably just be like on the streets. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah. And that like ties in, you know, that's a bigger problem as well. Like a lot of these people aren't able to get the help or they're, mm-hmm. they're those resources aren't there. And I mean, it's it's also how how do you know until you get to a certain point, right? Yeah, exactly. And the the thing too, yeah, he's he's always been denied parole because he's mm-hmm. he hasn't shown regret, and so he's just gonna keep. Yeah, I that's such a that's such a weird kind of standard that they have for. Well, how do we how do we prove that this person is rehabilitated? They have to show regret. Yeah, like. It's it's such a, a phony kind of metric in order to base these things exactly, by. Exactly, yeah. Like, well, are you sorry? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. It's like, well, I don't think you're really sorry. Yeah. And it, all of it is quantified by the people who are, are judging you. And you don't, you don't know what their biases are or what their knowledge of this stuff is, right? It's mm-hmm. such a bizarre, fucked up way to kind of decide, like, oh, should we keep this person in a cage or not, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't like it, but I don't. Uh, I don't either. Should we move on to Christian Rock lyric? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's move on from this depressing bullshit about. Uh... Can't you see? You're not making Christianity better. You're just making rock and roll worse. This song's called Banner Man. <laughs> is it is is this about the guy it's about the guy written in 93 but i don't think it's by steve taylor who i enjoy and this song is an earworm like it does get stuck in your head but uh i don't think he realized i think he just saw the the guy on tv wrote this song and then didn't follow the story because he was already in prison at this point but this song <laughs> is not about that so <laughs> wait wait he went to prison in 92 uh, yeah 92 yeah he could have wrote it and recorded it in 92. Yeah. Songs, yeah, definitely. So. Yeah. And then but, just didn't follow the news. Yeah. That's what, and you didn't have the internet back then, so you can be like, where's this guy now? Yeah. You like, have to go to your local library yeah. or something. Ask your librarian, where's this guy now? And the librarian would say, how the fuck would I know? Yeah. <laughs> Keep it down, pal. Let's see. Where should I go from? I'm just going to pick a spot in here. Primetime football in the Buffalo snow, freezing his little epidermis, lifts the banner at the first field goal, drinks clam chowder from a thermos. He's never missed a game. He never spells it wrong. He never talks back when they tell him move along. He don't worry about the critics. They'll howl for days. He don't worry about the cynics. They'll navel gaze. He ain't going to change the world, but he knows who can. Banner man. was he a big Buffalo fan or was it just, oh, I guess they would have been at the Super Bowl a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. He went to the Super Bowl a number of times. Yeah. That would be why. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about how this guy's going to save the world and change the world. And helped it. Little do they know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he did not. He did not. Now, this, this song is actually how I originally heard about this guy and looked into what, really? what his deal was. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I'd heard of him just from seeing him and you know it's kind of been like a pop pop culture thing. yeah there are lookalikes and other people who do this stuff you know yeah. for notoriety but uh the story got dark very fast it did it really did yeah yeah you think you think of it as just like this fun little oh that's cute but no it's it got dark yeah so, yeah. yeah yeah wow all right folks uh, this has been uh, Believe It or Not, and and we you know we've enjoyed your company uh, as we always on do this journey. So and if please- you want to put up banners of Believe It or Not at your sporting events and on the TV, please yeah, do. Please spread do. the word. Spread the love. Spread the word. Get the get your friends out there. And uh, mm-hmm. thanks so so much. Bye. Bye. Work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs> <laughs>